Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Glory Room. I'm Prophetess Lou. I hope you all are having a blessed day. Um, before we get started, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you for life, health, and strength. Thank you for the word. Father God, we ask as we partic- participate in the word, help us apply it to our lives. Father God, help us to have ears to hear and eyes to see. Father God, we ask you to bless the ones that are hearing it and bless the ones that are reading it. Father God, we ask you to allow the Holy Spirit to outpour his wisdom and knowledge to us as we read your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Luke 2 and 10 through 11 is our key verse. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. Subject, the miracle of Bethlehem. Christian truths, I'm going to say it and pause behind each one to give you opportunity to say it if you like. I'm pushing forward. I'm confirmed by God. I'm not alone. I'm listening to the Holy Spirit. The birth of Jesus is very incredible. So many actions were taken and shown in the Bible stating his arrival. Even how Mary found out she was going to carry Jesus. And how the wise men were told to. All this were done by angels. If you notice in the verse the angel said, says, do not be afraid. The statement is used over 365 times in the Bible, which that alone should say something to us about fear. God wants it out of our presence. He wants us to always know we don't have to fear no matter what, because he's there. He's there to always comfort us, but never to harm us. When we, when he sent these angels to, when he sent these angels to these people, he needed them to know don't be afraid. Don't be fearful. When people see angels, they immediately become fearful. But if you want to step into the ministry of angels, that's one thing you cannot do is fear. Because when you fear their presence, they won't stay. We we must listen and trust that they are never there to harm us. But our topic today isn't about angels. It's about Jesus and how he came here. Matthew, Mark, and Luke have a different way of explaining it. But one of the key ways they start off is with Mary. The mother must be mentored because she was a virgin. That was one of the unique things about Mary. Isaiah 7, 14, therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear sons shall call his name Emmanuel. Luke 1, 27, to a virgin pledged to marry, to marry to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin name was Mary. Luke 1, 34 through 35, and Mary asked the angel, how would this be since I am a virgin? And the angel answered her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. Yes, many scriptures display that Mary was a virgin. In this last verse, she says, how can I? I'm a virgin. An angel tells her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. The power of the highest will be upon you. You have a child. You will have a child. All this was done with the Holy Spirit. She and Joseph haven't even been married or anything. A lot of people are in awe of how the Holy Spirit moved in this. But the Holy Spirit was there all alone. We can see that in many of the verses in Old Testament, he plays a huge part even in Jesus' life while he was here on earth. The thing is, when Jesus died, he sent the Holy Spirit here to help us. He wasn't just thought of the moment of his death. No, my friend, the Holy Spirit has been here all along through many parts of the Bible. When Jesus was born, it was one man that was afraid of of his birth. He was so afraid he had a bunch of kids killed because he thought, if I kill all these kids that's around his age, I can kill him. And he couldn't take the crown. But what he didn't know that God had even that worked out. We don't have to fret when we have problems. All we have to do is believe that God has already orchestrated a plan in our favor. And all we must do is walk in it.
Matthew 2 16 then Herod when he saw that he had been tricked by the wise men and became furious he sent and killed all the male children in Bethlehem in all that region who were two years old and under according to the time that he had asserted from the wise men Herod thought he had outwitted the wise men and everyone else by killing every child in Bethlehem when someone is doing evil towards God's people and they think they can harm us, it won't work because we are covered in the blood of Jesus. Herod didn't know who he was messing with. He couldn't because if he did, he wouldn't have tried to work against the plans of God. When we wait on the Lord through anything, he will always give us words of encouragement. He will always let us know we are in the right direction. We sometimes can pray for those things, but when God's hand is over our life, all we have to do is sit and wait. And he will send people our way to let us know exactly what's happening. Luke 2 and 34, and Simon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, Behold, the child is appointed for the fall and rising of many in Israel, for a sign that is oppressed. And a sword will pierce through our own soul also, so that thoughts from many hearts may be revealed. Luke 2 and 38, and coming up at a very hour, she began to give thanks to God and to speak of him to all who were waiting for the redemption of Jerusalem. That was Anne. These two people confirmed it. Not that they needed it, but they confirmed who Jesus was, what he must endure for his mission, and why he was here. Many of us do know what our calling is, and some of us don't. But Jesus at a young age did. He knew who he was and what he was called to do. And he didn't even let his parents stand in the way. God didn't allow anything to block him. Today, we need to see in the story of Jesus' life that he was spoken about long ago. Even his missionary ministry here on earth, people didn't get it. Some people didn't did get it. And Jesus still pushed forward. This alone should speak to us that as long as we got confirmation from God, that's all we need. We don't need man to confirm it, just him, our Father from above. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for everything. We ask that you forgive us of any sins we've done. Today we study the birth of Jesus. We ask that whatever it is this it in this lesson about Jesus that we can apply to it to our lives. We are sorry if we've done anything that's wrong. Lord, help us away for your confirmation about our life and whatever it may be that we seek you first. Help us to desire more in our walk with you. When we read, please give us understanding, wisdom, and knowledge. Lord, we are so grateful and content with anything and everything you do for us. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. So the reference today is Luke 2 and 7, and she gave birth to her firstborn son, wrapped him in a swallowing clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for him in the end. Luke 2 and 7. Matthew 2 and 1, and after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judah in the days of Herod the king. Behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem. Matthew 2 and 1. Galatians 4 and 4. But when the fullness of time had come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law. Galatians 4 and 4. For the reading, Proverbs 17, Isaiah 7, Matthew 1, and Luke 1. This ends the miracle of Bethlehem. I pray you all have a blessed day. Remember, Jesus loves you. I love you too. Remember to like, subscribe, and follow on any platform. Remember to share with family member or friend. Remember to also post on your social media if you don't mind. Thank you. Be blessed.